Michelle C. with Candy Kisses TV. Everywhere you need to be, and I am here with the one and only sweet baby Kiva. Candace Kisses TV. This is so amazing. You were just putting lipstick on homeless people, and then you have made it. <laughs> you have made it all the way to the top. Once you added glitter, that stepped your game up. Right. It's nothing like having glitter on your lips because that is the dick sucking. Uh, can I say that? On you say whatever you want to say. I can't, can I say dick sucking? Because it makes it look so Not good. But wait a minute, but your name is Sweet. Sweet, sweet baby, baby Kita. I'm sweet when they pay me to be. Other but any other time. Any other time, I'm so bad. Mm -hmm. um, so bad. So bad. <laughs> But no, your lipsticks are great. I have two colors. I have the red and I have the gold. But this is what I do all night. I can't with you. I cannot with you. I do that all night. But I still be pretty now. And then I learned not to even like touch my lips together. I have to talk like this with that. But I'm so pretty all night long. You have to do certain stuff to be beautiful. They don't men don't know how hard it is to be pretty, to be beat, to to be in this competition. It's not easy. And when you have a step up, like your lipsticks are very beautiful. They're for glamorous occasions. You don't just put it on to go to the wash house. You don't. You don't. Why not? I do. She go to the wash house and regular people don't. I go to the Walmart looking like I need change. They come over and have me some change. But I'm saying when you're a night on the town, you're really looking your best, you and your girls together, you pop this on and it, is, it makes you feel like a whole, because regular lip gloss, I keep my lips beat to the gods. Because mm -hmm. I want somebody to know when I'm working. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Say that. Oh, I, I didn't say it. Okay, but I'm just saying. I just be wanting them to see how I have gotten so many compliments on my lips. But when I had your lipstick on, like that's all they. It went down my Instagram. Oh, key to them lips. I got inbox, and I had to call people out today. Mm -hmm. Don't inbox me and tell me how cute, sexy, chocolate. Somebody said something about my sucking my toes, mm -hmm. but you in my inbox. No, you need to say all this on my page if you really want me. Mm -hmm. Really want me? Stop being inbox men. These inbox men be sneaking around. You know you got somebody. That's why you in my inbox saying this mm -hmm. stuff. Tell me I'm cute and sexy on my page or else you keep that to yourself. I do receive it because I like good compliments. But I don't think that you're legitimate until you, you can't do put it. it out there. Yeah, if you can't put it out there because you know, next thing you know, your boyfriend got a girlfriend. You don't know that till you find out. Mm. Well, it is Atlanta. So you, this you is Atlanta. You. So let me ask you this. How did you get your start in the comedy game? Did you always know that you were funny or did you just kind of get thrust upon and just... I was funny, but I wasn't fun. I didn't feel like I was a comedian. I just, I would tell these crazy crazy stories that crazy stuff happened to me okay that's the best thing that that goes on for my life I'm not a writer people be like I write let's have a writing session I don't sit down and write jokes like that I okay. just really live my real life and when I get on stage I can put it in a form of a joke that's just but that takes tone in itself because I mean just a lot like you said people don't write but to get up there remember what you get where to say and formulate that and just spit it out there that's talent that's talent on, and uh, I, I that's how I got through school my memory is so good like whatever my teacher said is just what I gave back to them I I aced all my classes. I had an honor roll from kindergarten so I been to, off your page. to the twelfth. People cheated off me okay. to the twelfth grade, but my memory—that's what I rely upon. So I 
when I formulate a new joke or I want to tell a new joke, I just figure out where it would fit in best. It be in my mind and I move stuff around. Jaden will see me and she'll see me um, look and then I'll be and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna do this. Or I'm gonna say this or I tweak my jokes a certain way because I see how they work better. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's all on memory. Okay. Now, what was your first time on stage like when you? Like this is my first time. It's my amateur night. I'm gonna get out there and try to give this comedy thing a. Spin. Let me tell you who I fell in love with the first time I was on stage. Uh -oh. I went to throwbacks with Carlos Miller. Oh Jesus! I know Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> whom I love with every fiber. Every fiber of my being. Okay. Every fiber, but um, Carlos had put. He was the host, but it was somebody else's show. He was just the host of the show. It was um, Skull Bubba. If you remember yeah, Skull Bubba. Yeah. God bless the dead. Yeah. Skull Bubba was the the um, promoter for the show, and Carlos was the host. So I'm telling my this is my first time, and I'm telling my little jokes, and um, people are laughing. And then when they gave me the light, I didn't know how to get down, so I okay. just said, um, "They're giving me the light." I don't think comedians should should say that. I, right, I try exactly. to tell new comedians, don't say they're giving me the light. Just wrap, just wrap up. up your last joke, and just you know, just kind of transition off. Uh, you know, say good night, or you know, give your Instagram information or whatever. But don't don't say they're giving me the light and that's what I that was my first time so I was right. like they're giving me the light so I got to go that's what I said to the people and they okay. was like no right right and I said y'all want me to tell some more jokes and they was like yes so I looked at Carlos and he nodded yes so I told maybe one or two more jokes then I got down so I'm over there cheering with my friends they was like you did so good you did so good and Skull Bubba came over he said what the hell is you doing he said when I give you the light you get your ass down he said if you don't don't get down. He said, you'll never get on my stage again. And I was looking crazy. Like, he was spinning my face a little bit. You know, his one of his teeth. He was spinning on me. And I was leaning back because he, he was talking to me for real hard. Right, right. And I was like, and then he said, but you was funny as hell. And I was like, yo, a compliment. The compliment was at the end. But right. he let me have it. And from that point on, when I get the light, that's why I'm respectful of the light. And that's why I don't like when people don't respect the light. Because I learn from the best. And uh, God rest his soul. Um, he he said that if they give you the light, you got to get off because other people have to get on. Yeah. Now that I'm in a position of being a headliner, that's something totally different. So you have to wait till all the other people go on. And if they're taking Forever. more of your time yeah. or whatever, because I've been places where they don't wrap the people. Like they don't give the light. They don't do it. And I'd be like, how much time are they doing? Right. And they don't know how a show should go. <laughs> If you're enjoying this podcast, we appreciate you and need your support. We can't do it without you. With that in mind, please donate. No dollar amount is too small. Now, back to your regular Candid Kisses interview. Not your typical interview, y'all. So now I have to sit through, and especially when they know it's me, they'll be like, oh, sweet baby Kita, I heard so much about you. So now they're really on stage trying to impress me. Right. So now they're doing their whole spiel. They telling stuff they told at the picnic and, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, everything. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to go last. So mm -hmm. one, I was in Orangeburg, and by the time I got on the stage, it was probably like 15 minutes to 12. Mm -hmm. I had been there through like five, four or five people, and I couldn't take it no more. I was, was like, like, I'm ready to go. Come I on, am. Let's... I just, and that's what I'm saying. If people, if they need to know that there's a light, you need to, if you are a um, guest spot, it's five to seven. 
right. five to seven, cut it off. You shouldn't give nobody all your material when you're doing it for free. Yeah. Learn that. You're doing it for free. If they like you, you did it in five to seven minutes. If they're going to like you. And they're going to be like, oh my God, this person was good. We should bring them back. Try to get some money out of people. If you give everything, when you come back, you're going to give that same everything. Because a yeah. lot of people have set. So you'll do that same thing again. They'll be like, oh, they said that before. Because mm -hmm. I know some comedians, and I heard the person yell out, they still doing the same jokes they did on Def Jam. And I now, be like, speaking of that, how do you, like, that's a hard thing to deal with you, the hecklers. What do you do? Um, I, ne I never really got a heckler. I never really got booed. Um. I could tell you Yeah, because you just killed Apollo. I yes, just killed Apollo. Yes, Showtime at the Apollo. TSA treated me like a terrorist. They pulled me to the side and everything and took my jail. You with me, my brown jail? Put my edges. Y'all know a sister need her edges laid down. But let me tell y'all, I shouldn't be here because I got a job at my church, y'all. I'm an usher. Yeah, I'm a thug. You got to be a thug to be an usher. I told my church I got one foot in the church and one foot out, which means I love the Lord, but I still cuss. But um, I had like a it, it wasn't off, it was off. It okay. wasn't no real laughter. It was little chuckles here and there. So when the um host got back up there, he was like, "So I can't really judge. How, how did y'all like Sweet Baby Kita?" And somebody in, way in the back was like, "Boo!" And I was like. I didn't get booed on stage, but right. I got like a delayed boo, which is a boo. Like, well, that don't count. I was delayed. Yeah, I wasn't so. even up there. You <laughs> right. booed the, 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 you boo him. Like, boo you, because I'm off the stage. I'm whatever. off the stage. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was so crazy. So that I was so determined. I came back that next week. Okay. And when I tell you, I murdered it. Like I'm, like I gave them everything. I just was had a swag. I was coming to kill. Like I felt like Rocky. Remember when Mr. T beat him up and he didn't want to fight no more? That's how I felt when I left there. But I was like, no, I got to come back next but week. But you gotta, know what? Them booze make you great. Them booze make you great. They really <laughs> move you to get your yeah, stuff you like, together. Oh, yeah. I I had a heckler, but it was because. I think he was trying to like me. Like, he was okay. like, sweet baby kid or something, something, something. Or I'll F the shit out of you or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, he said some nastiness. And he was a white man, an older white man. And I said, no, you won't. Oh. I said, I don't even know what you're doing with your little pee pee, but you won't put it in me. And I let this man have it so bad that the dude I was getting filmed, he uh -huh. looked from behind the camera and said, That's enough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was so like, What you're not going to do is just respect my show. Yes, <laughs> you're not. You're not. And I now I don't have hecklers. Like, I've had a um, my best story is I had a person with special needs and he was in the crowd mm -hmm. so he was kind of talking out like you okay. know that yeah. you know so I'm doing my show I know exactly where I left off at the joke and everything mm -hmm. so I stopped I kind of calmed him down hey da 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 you know we're the show can you da 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 mm -hmm. and he'll be cool and then I'll finish you know out my joke so I did a great job to be able to handle him and do my show so after right. the show he came up to me he said I really really like you and I said thank you he said I like you I want to give you something mm -hmm. I said okay and he went in a bag he had like a Kroger bag or something mm -hmm. like a regular bag he went in it and he gave me a can of oysters I cannot make this up okay. I got it in my pocketbook right now and I will pull it 
Jay, get it out. Okay. <laughs> get it out, Jay. Cause okay. don't believe, but he gave me a can of oysters. I, I don't like that's not something that somebody would give yeah, it was. anybody. It's so, random. so it was so random and it was so it was but it was given with so much love okay. that I've kept it with me everywhere I go. This goes really? on the plane with me and everything. Yeah, that they tried to tell It's really me. in your bag. It's really in my bag. And they tried to tell me the last time I went through we was in LA and they was like, Well, we gonna see I said what you need to see and hand it back because um that's gone with me like I never So that like your good luck charm? It really ever since I got it from him, I got Kevin Hart. You know I'm a heart yeah, of the yeah, city. Yeah. I got Kevin Hart, Showtime at the Apollo, cause oh so, my gosh, so many people this can of oil. Well, if you got that, let me get a couple of them um, oysters. So I can give me some lunch. I'm not getting it. I never open it up. But yeah, it had a Star Kiss. I never. Okay. I didn't even know Star Kiss did the oysters, but yeah. it had a Star Kiss uh, cover on it. But I've had it so long, and it's been in my pocketbook so long that the cover came out. But you can see it's wow. didn't like I take this everywhere. It's not a place that I go to that this is not with me. And for some reason, I'm just telling you, it ain't. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just the the spirit of he gave it to me out of so much love yeah. and that he love what I do and I love what I do and I respect what I do so I've kept it with me I'm for real the people at Apollo I showed I promised you I did my interview and I had this they were so amazed like that's part of the reason why I got on Apollo because right. a lot of comedians put in and it's probably people that were funny than me but it was probably people that were funny in me, but they wanted somebody interesting. Right. When you're putting in these things. And so me and my brother both was up uh, on the board. Mm -hmm. um, and so they was like, we got both of y'all. We rooting for y'all. Everybody in the office is just like, oh, they mm -hmm. got to get it. So uh, I got it over him because, two, you got to have clean film when okay. you're sending in. When you're sending stuff in to people um, to review, please make sure it's clean. Not nothing you did with your phone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It have to be some clean footage. <laughs> if you're enjoying this podcast, we appreciate you and need your support. We can't do it without you. With that in mind, please donate. No dollar amount is too small. Now, back to your regular Candid Kisses interview. Not your typical interview, y'all. Because um, and if they if it's not clean enough and they ask for some more, get some more. I had people that got down to the point where they were asking for clean footage and they didn't give it. You know what I'm saying? Go get it and give it to them. Like people don't invest in who they are. I invest in me. So I've I pay for video. I've paid. I'm about to put on my own show. Okay. Jade and um Jade and I. This is I walked out on faith because I was waiting on somebody to put together a show in my hometown. Okay. And everybody, you know, what I'm saying was calling me. Now where is your hometown? Spartanburg, South Carolina. Okay. And so everybody was, you know, saying, we want to get a show together, and nothing was happening. And then finally I said, well, Jade, I'm going to just drive down there and get a place and do it myself and ask her. I got in my car. I went down there. I talked with the lady. We had a nice meeting. I love the venue. It was everything I had envisioned, like everything. Even the color is blue, and it's, blue is my favorite color. So... Um, it was everything that I wanted, so it was just like it, it started happening fast. And I said, when stuff happened like consistent, I know it's for me. When it ain't for me, it just ain't for me. Even when I auditioned for Bounce TV, mm -hmm. uh, Jade and I were in a meeting with Tommy Ford. Okay, I'm we were in a meeting with Tommy Ford. God bless the dead. 
um, we were in a meeting with him. We were doing a play. We were writing, and we got in this writing session so deep that we didn't look at the time. Mm -hmm. Then we had to rush, but you had to be there 45 minutes before the taping. I barely scraped in there like 15, 20 minutes before, and um, Gary looked at me. And he said, well, sweet baby Keita, mm -hmm. we gave your spot away. I said, okay. Yeah. I said, okay, because... I feel like anything that's for me is for, for me. It is just that's, right. that's it. I can't argue that. So I didn't argue. I said okay. And Gary was like, "Yeah, sorry about that. We told you to be here 45 said you did." And I do apologize. I said I did text um Kiana da da da. You know, he was like, "Okay." So um this was the best story. Rodney Perry was on his phone. He didn't even look up. He said, she going on. My heart was screaming, but mm -hmm. I had to contain myself. Right. I was like, oh my God. I didn't know Rodney Perry even knew who I was. That's right. He didn't even look over my phone. He said, she going on. Gary said, well, the big guy said you're going on. Mm -hmm. I guess you're going on. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. And then Gary Favor ain't fair. Favor ain't fair. Because mm -hmm. he said, since I put somebody else on the show, you only get three minutes. Right. And it's really, it was five, five right. to seven. So I said, okay, that's fine. And Rodney said, no, she's going to get all her time. I was like, oh my God. You better God. look at God. Okay. Oh my God, Rodney hey, Perry. Everybody loves Rodney. He's Shout out to Rodney Perry. That Kevin Hart. That's right. Right. We was just talking about it in the car. Rodney said, I'm in here fighting for you. You're going to be right. on the show. That's right. And, and just on his word, I'm on, I was on Kevin Hart because he said I could do it. And he believed in me. And I have to, for people to believe in me, so I believe in me. But when I, the way people believe in me is so amazing to me. We did our congratulation party for Showtime at the Apollo. And a girl hugged me and she whispered in my ear. She said, Keita, I pray for you every day. And I'm like, I don't even pray for me every day. I right. say something over my food every now and somebody again. Somebody had a praying grandmother. Somebody okay. is praying just to know that somebody thinks enough of me to That's pray right. for me one time. But every day. That's right. She's And when I go on live, she's always on my live. These people support me so much. My lives are the best because I have a home. Homeless man that I feed under the bridge of 20 and Martin Luther King. He be in the same place every day, so I adopted him. He don't know it, okay. but I adopted him, and That's I right. keep calling him my homeless man. So well, I, he, I'm sure he got a name. Doctor Foolish said, "What is his name?" And I said, "I don't know, cause he my homeless man." Well, I don't why don't you know. ask what his name That's is? That's what we did that day, cause I never <laughs> want. I mean, I didn't. I'd been feeding this man and right. I call him my homeless man. I didn't need to know his name, but we okay. needed to know. Mm -hmm. So we asked him and what's so funny is if you you seen my show before. Mm -hmm. Yes. My real set, like not just the the Apollo. Mm -hmm. You see me? And you know I talk about Mr. Charles. Mm -hmm. His name is Mr. Charles. Oh, God, God. <laughs> look at God. Look at God. He is Mr. Charles. So All people right, thought that was so funny. Mm -hmm. And so now um I've had people send me money to help me feed Mr. Mr. Charles. Okay. I go buy him food at the McDonald's up street from my house. Some people see me every day. I get the same thing and I take Mr. Charles his food. But Mr. Charles is spoiled now that uh -oh. I've been feeding Now he be supersizing it. No, not supersizing it, but I bring him food and drink all the okay, time. Okay. So the other day I went to just a little pizza place. So I just only had pizza. I had like a uh, alcoholic, you know, little yeah. fruity drink. So I drank my drink and I took Mr. Charles his pizza. He be like, I ain't no drink or juice and then I said, mm. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Charles, you need to calm down. Excuse me, Mr. Charles. You're homeless. 
that you right. want this piece or what? Which one right. Yeah, so um, I've spoiled Mr. Charles. I got to get it. We passed by him today because we went to Funk Fest and we was running late. I wanted to go. To, how was it? It was excellent. Bobby Brown hugged me on this side right here so I ain't going to wash on this side. This side going to be musty. <laughs> you okay with you. It's gonna, right. Well, that brings us to my next thing. On Candy Kisses TV, we have a segment called Kiss or Diss. I'm going to throw some names out there. You're going to decide whether you're going to kiss or diss them. Okay. All right, we got Michael Ely or Idris Elba. I would tongue kiss both of them. You got to pick one. You can't do both. Both of them. Um, Idris Elba would be the one. He's the tall, dapper, dark-skinned mm -hmm. brother. That chocolates. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michael Ely, you know what I'm saying? He look like he'd date a white girl by mistake. <laughs> by mistake. I'm telling you. Just one, day, one, one day when we ain't looking, he gonna have be holding hands with a white girl. Well, I, I think he married though. I think he married to like an Indian or something like that. Yeah, I knew it wasn't no regular you black girl. I, with you. I okay. can't I can't understand why these men want these exotic women that don't cook food. All I right. cook pinto beans. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. T I and black No no, I'm saying that's my, my next candy kiss. T I T I or Bobby Brown. Oh, we all know that this is Bobby Brown. Ma'am, I know you didn't ask. Let me tell you who I love. Okay. Bobby Brown, more than life itself. Oh, okay. my God. I'm his number one fan. He is the king of R&B. Okay. <laughs> he is the king of R&B. Okay. Bobby, I love you. All right, last one. Jamie Foxx, our rendezvous. That is hard, because I don't think I want to kiss Jamie. Okay. Jamie don't look kiss for it. Yeah, he put his mouth on that white girl. I don't mean that in no bad way. I don't discriminate, but I'm just saying. Okay, so there'll be Ron DeVoe then? Mm -hmm. You got to pick one. Jamie Foxx. I'm going to kiss you, Jamie. Go ahead and kiss you. Oh, my God. And that has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. This is your girl, Sweet Baby Kita. And go ahead and shout out your Instagram and what you got coming up next. Sweet Baby Kita. It's um, S-W-E-E-T-B-A-B-Y-K-I-T-A on Instagram, on Facebook. Please follow me.